Hello, everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome back to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. Today we have a question and a suggestion. So the question is, what did you enjoy last week? Pretty simple one, but I think it's an important one. And I think the quote will help us understand why. But take a minute. Think of at least three things. If you can sit and write for a minute, list things out, and maybe elaborate a little bit in your writing. Another great suggestion. And here's a quote from Dostoevsky. We only like to count our troubles, but we do not count our joys. So why bother counting our joys, right? Well, I think if you only count troubles, as he's saying we have a tendency to do here, you start gathering only negative evidence. So if you go into your past, like I'm saying for the question, right, you think about last week and you only see negative things, I think that really increases the likelihood that you'll be anxious for this week. Right, you're not truthfully or let's say effectively gathering enough evidence if you're only counting the negative. Now, of course, there are some moments, and we could even argue days entirely, maybe, right, that are just negative, that are just horrible. Okay. But I think we need to, and I, you know, kind of what I think Dostoevsky is saying here is we need to train ourselves to see where the joy is in life. And this could be something like sitting down at the beginning of the week, at the end of the week, and writing and, again, taking count or account of the joyful things and, you know, kind of engaging with them in a meaningful way. And this also could be just training ourselves on a daily basis to kind of like tuning in just to a moment, like what is good right now. I've moved recently, and I've sort of adopted a practice like this where I walk out of my apartment and I try to just look around for a minute and see something that I like, something that's beautiful to me, something that is interesting, and I try to comment on it in my mind, right? So I'm training myself to look at the world and see something good in it. And I think that's important, right? Because it's not only what we see, it's how we see. So Dostoevsky here is like, sometimes we impose upon ourselves through this sort of counting, this negative view of the world. And of course, when we talk about viewing the world, we could also think about viewing ourselves, right? Do you only see your mistakes or do you also take the time to examine the things you've done well? And I don't think he's saying to not look at the negative stuff. And I wouldn't recommend that. I think it's important to look at our troubles, see what we can learn from them, right? See how we could avoid them in the future. It's important to look at our mistakes. Once again, see what we can avoid, see what we can learn. But I also think if we don't balance that out, right? Because the key word here for me is only. And to say does not might even imply never, right? Just for argument's sake, let's say it does. If you only look at the negative, you only count the troubles, only describe the troubles, and you never look at the way things are going well, or you never look at the beautiful things in life, in daily life, let's say, you're really setting yourself up to have, you know, to have a soul and a mind that's trained to be negative. So when we sort of like, let's say, when we introduce a new practice, whether it's something like answering this question, what did I enjoy this week? What did I enjoy today? What did I enjoy this morning, right? We're starting to train our minds and our souls, I think, in a way that can be pretty significant for our overall happiness, right? And I think gratitude is sort of a resounding takeaway from this as well, right? To count our joys is to sort of get good at practicing gratitude, which I think leads to a happier life and I also think gratitude, this is something I struggle with, right? Gratitude does not mean that things should not change. 
it does not mean that we should not work to make things different. You can be grateful for something and see that it requires your care and see that it could be improved upon. To be grateful for something doesn't mean that it's perfect, right? So we can be grateful for the good things and want to improve them. And we can even learn to cultivate gratitude for some of the negative experiences. And that doesn't mean that we want to repeat them. It just means we are able to see something good in that negative thing, in that mistake or in that event that was out of our control that wasn't so pleasant. And again, I think to cultivate that skill and in the moment to cultivate the gratitude, right? Both of those things are pretty helpful. They can alleviate some stress and they could also, again, train us to count our joys and train us to not become overwhelmed by negative things. So maybe think about a little bit of a practice, right? Especially if you're someone who, you know, who might be habituated to only gathering negative evidence. This is something that's come up in a couple of my friendships recently and also in my work with some of my clients during our sessions together, where if you're only gathering negative evidence, you start projecting that into the future and that paralyzes you, right? So you assume that because let's say, you know, people at work are slow to answer emails or when they respond, it's always like just with kind of, you know, giving you the runaround, if you will, you might delay to write the email because you don't want to deal with what you think will happen. Well, question I asked somebody recently was, does that always happen? Can you think of examples in your past where someone gave you a prompt and positive response to your email and things got done cooperatively as a result? They're like, yeah, I guess that happens too. All right, so maybe it's not happening all the time. Maybe it's not even happening most of the time, but it's possible. And the goal here is to focus on what we can control, which is getting rid of this paralysis, getting rid of this anxiety around writing the email because we're telling a specific story over and over again that isn't representing all the truth. And not only that, but it's representing a truth that's preventing you from taking action in the moment and it's creating a negative internal state of anxiety for you, right? So we wanna open ourselves up to gathering proper evidence and we also wanna highlight when things go right, especially when they go right in spite of how we thought they were going to go. Right. I was talking to someone else recently in the context of a session together, and they interpreted the silence of one of their family members as them being angry. They were texting, their family member stopped texting them back, and they assumed it was because they were angry about something they, they said or that they texted them. And we were talking, and I was like, well, what ended up happening? Well, we had a phone call, and they were totally fine. Okay, so highlight that. You were wrong. You being wrong in this case is a very good thing because it highlights perhaps a biased way you're looking at the world. You're assuming this person was angry. You let yourself feel uncomfortable and worried about that when in actuality, when you spoke to them, they were totally fine. So use that as, as evidence to suggest that, you know, maybe I'm assuming this person's going to get angry or this person's angry when they're not. And I don't have to make that assumption anymore. So we have to highlight the right evidence. And when Dostoevsky is saying, count your joys, I think he's saying, you know, obviously in the context of, um, you know, creating a life a little more geared towards gratitude, a little more geared towards joyfulness. And that's very important. And I also think he's asking us to become better at asking different questions and gathering, let's say, fuller evidence 
right? Because life will have negative things, of course, but it will also have positive things, you know, I would say much of the time. And we have to get good at gathering evidence and engaging with and observing both. So I hope this is helpful. Thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.